Yo, Anchor Nation, what is up? Uncle Mike here, back again with another episode of my podcast journey and random life tips. I'm your host, Uncle Mike. Hope everybody's having a great week. Happy Friday. Um, It's good to do a little recording. Uh, Been kind of busy, MIA for a bit, uh, but trying to make it consistent. Um, Maybe at least do it once a week. Man, uh, this is, yeah, I mean, what can I say? I'm I'm busy or I'd rather be doing stuff I want to do. Not to say I don't want to lay a recording down and um, talk to my audience and things like that. I'm, you know, whoever is listening out there in Anchor Nation, whoever is listening out there in the podcasting world, uh, shout out to spotify and apple podcasts uh, whoever it is that you guys are listening i really appreciate you guys just uh, don't want to leave anybody hanging so thank you really do appreciate it uh kt big shout out um is freak beats uh don't know if you're listening but if you are shout out to you as well um and anybody else that's out there just kind of eavesdropping on what's going on with uh, my life and that sort of thing uh again i'm not here to uh really i'm not an expert in any sort of particular uh, topic i'm just your average guy uh who's kind of been around uh the corner and grew up in you know crazy fucked up situations and you know i learned a thing or two and i feel I have something to share and this is why I do it this is why I do what I do um not only that I'm just trying to better my I guess public speaking skills maybe my broadcasting skills maybe just being able to speak on the mic and speak eloquently and not sound like a dumbass I guess but uh I'm still not sure if it's working or not but i i'm definitely a lot more comfortable just speaking on the mic and and just talking to you guys i do find it difficult still to do without the filler words all the hymns and haws i constantly when i listen back to my old recordings my most recent recordings i i feel like i'm constantly trying to um speak too quick i guess um wanting to say everything out in one breath and then i start stuttering a little bit i start saying you know and you know what i'm saying and that kind of stuff so it's it's difficult and i know it takes time and it takes practice and it really does require you to be mindful of how you're speaking what you're saying uh your stream of thought uh almost needs to slow down so when you speak you just kind of speak it all out rather than trying to find the words and and getting stuck when your mind is kind of racing i tend to find that maybe i'm still getting a little bit nervous and especially when i'm talking to kt i think when i'm talking to just myself or not myself but just to you guys the audience out there when i'm here alone in my room you know things just flow out a much better But then when you have an extra, I guess, um, person that, you know, has his or her opinion as well, you know, it's like we're maybe in some sort of way, like fighting for airspace, trying to get our point across. And it gets a little bit overwhelming. It becomes a little bit kind of you know there's a little bit of anxiety there so uh some jitters i guess you could call it but um i think we can definitely work through it i can definitely work through it i 
certainly need to do this more often rather than just, uh, you know, every so often and, you know, whenever KT finds the time, um, I need to kind of reach out and maybe just do random podcasting with other people. Uh, which reminds me, I, uh, you know, be on the lookout. I will lay down another recording soon. Don't know when, no time frame, but um, I'm certainly trying to get uh, my friend David, David Chong. Uh, you guys remember him from a couple of uh, podcasts we did from previous. Um, also, maybe we can maybe get in touch with Jimbo, uh, Jimbo Jones. It's been a while for him as well. Um, there's also, uh, my friend who's a chiropractor and her name is, uh, Rose and, you know, she definitely has uh, a lot of knowledge in, in her world of, uh, uh, chiropractic care and she's just a great person to talk to. I really like to just sometimes talk to her like a lot of times i just visit her and we just sit and we just shoot the shit over dinner uh with her and her boyfriend and it's always a great time um you know obviously we you know like to get a little toasted we like to drink a little or more often than that we like to smoke a little and you know kind of get creative and get silly and and talk we might just do that tonight or not tonight i'm sorry but we just might do that um, when we get the chance to, but for me, um, just wanted to give you guys an update. It's been a while. Uh, I wanted to share with you just all the things that I've been, um, doing, um, since I got back from my Euro trip, I didn't even talk too much about my Euro trip and, um, I, I guess maybe we can start there. Started uh, at the Euro trip and Tomorrowland, and then coming back, and then you know, um, having you know issues uh, with my mom having to go to the emergency room, and how she's got her update now and that sort of stuff. So we're gonna kind of step back. Uh, bear with me, people. Um, if you guys are listening again i appreciate you guys listening don't mind me i'm actually gonna you know vape a little bit and uh kind of you know maybe get my mind right right now it's 10 30 at night uh friday night i'm actually staying in which is kind of crazy but you know once you hear my story maybe you'll understand why um it shouldn't take more than an hour um so that's usually how I like to do my podcasting anyways. Actually, when I'm by myself, I prefer to just do a short one. Uh, but I think kind of maybe there's just a lot of stuff I need to get out, uh, get out of my chest and, and all these things. So we will start. So let me take a hit of this first. Yes. So, Europe, Amsterdam, Prague, Berlin, Belgium. I mean, I wish I could go back there right now. I mean, just thinking about it, how what's I had such an amazing time and so many uh, good food. Finally getting a chance to meet a uh, cousin of mine whom I've never met before. He's 42, 40. Uh, no, he's in his mid-40s. 44, 43, 44. So he's got about five years on me. And his name is Kok Singh. That's K-O-K-S-I-N-G. Uh, it's kind of a funny name, but it's it was um, his, I guess... Chinese name or translated into English. So for me, it, you know, Mike, 
Mike Chan, it, you know, my uh, given Chinese name is Kwok Kim Chan. Like, it literally translated into English. Um, so, there you guys have it. That's my government name. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to spell it out for you guys. I'm not going to have you guys go out and try to look me up. But uh, he had Kwok Sing and he never bothered to change it to another name. And it was, he's a very, very interesting guy because he doesn't speak a lick of Chinese. And um, it, I guess it took him a long time for him to learn English, too. He uh, grew up speaking Dutch because he was born and raised in Holland. And not only was he born and raised in Holland, but he wasn't raised by his biological parents. My uncle and aunt did not raise him. Um, so growing up or when he was when he was born his his mother passed away my aunt passed away uh when he was only one or two and his uncle uh, or my uncle his dad had to give him technically give him up for adoption which is just the craziest thing you know like the most controversial thing that's i guess happened in their family in in our you know tight family like um you know like it's it's strange because our family we are so family oriented my all my uncles and you know that side of the family is so like we, we will pick each other up no matter no matter what like that was how tight our the uh, the family was you know as all siblings you know everybody helps everybody and you know um none of not that none of the other uncles didn't want to step in and say hi i'll take custody of your kid um but he but he moved away but my uncle moved away to holland when they were really young when he was really young when he was like 18 when he when you know everybody was escape uh, escaping china leaving china because of communism so he left early he went to holland and he tried to per persuade the entire family to move to holland and uh nobody in the family wanted to go not my dad you know god bless him uh you know uh, he didn't i mean not that he didn't i mean um i wish he did in a way you know i wish i kind of grew up in europe rather than growing rather than growing up uh here in the united states not to shit on the united states mind you united states has been very very good to me um good to my family um i just felt like maybe it could have been a little bit better um or a little bit more interesting at least growing up in europe uh as a chinese kid like my cousin uh but back to the story uh my uncle or not my uncle my cousin he basically at the age of two or one and a half he uh my uncle gave him gave him away or gave him to a i don't know if it's a neighbor or it was an old co-worker but it was a it was a dutch white lady and she had a family of her own too uh but somehow they had a really good working relationship or she was just a good friend or something and my uncle gave him gave my cousin to them to watch for supposedly two weeks and it turned out and it ended up being 22 years basically <laughs> it went from two weeks to 22 years that uh this this dutch lady raised my cousin kok sing until he was old enough to i guess leave the house or he was old enough where i, I believe he got married and he just left and you know started a new family but uh, he has a Dutch brother and a Dutch sister, I believe. And uh, just very, very interesting. And, and it was my first time meeting him, meeting his kids, too. He has two little boys, and Ando and Mika, yes. And they are amazingly smart and, and funny and, and charming. And they're, they're mixed. They're half um, Dutch, Chinese and Dutch. And, yeah, they're handsome and just just you know they're just beautiful kids and one's 12 and one is nine 
So they're right at their age that they're just always playing around and they're just always being funny. Uh, so I got a chance to meet them and I was so, you know, like, uh, I guess, I don't know what the word is, like, just amazed, you know, that, you know, I, there's these family members, you know, I thought I met everybody because um, I've been back to China a couple times and just my dad takes me back to the village. And uh, I mean, in my opinion, I just, I, you know, I've met every uncle's kids every auntie's daughters and nieces and nephews i met them all and somehow some way i've never met uh these three four actually there's a younger sister too who's also you know out there her name is helen and she's awesome too um but she grew up a little bit different she didn't uh she was not given up for adoption my uncle later on remarried and had Helen and so they are all you know they all became uh one family and you know it's just interesting uh he he doesn't have any ill will towards his dad everybody's cool you know it happened that way and that's just the way it is um Koxing was mad adamant about not not wanting to learn Chinese so in the end he doesn't know Chinese which is uh unfortunate but at the same time it doesn't matter he knows English. So when I went over there and met him and just talked to him, I was like, okay, cool. We are here all here just like communicating and we are all telling each other's stories and just letting each other know what's been going on in their lives. And funny thing was I went over there uh, because he was supposed to go to Tomorrowland. And, you know, I am already attending. He was unable to purchase a ticket though. And that was the problem. That was the rub. He couldn't come because he couldn't get a ticket. But if he had a ticket, it would have been just the most <laughs> craziest trip ever to go to Europe to for the first time, you know, visiting all these different places. Um, and then to meet my, you know, long lost family member, you know, and get to chop it up with him. And he's, you know couple years older than me so i got to really really you know get to know him and um he's such a cool guy he's such an amazing guy first day landing in amsterdam he tries to take me he takes me to a brothel he takes me and my friends to a freaking brothel because in amsterdam um prostitution is legal and it i mean i tell you it is a crazy crazy uh Place, the red light district um for anybody that's going out to europe visit amsterdam you're you're you are going to see the red light district there's no ifs ands or buts it's a tourist attraction literally back then it wasn't back then it was a very very you know taboo hush hush type of thing but now you know they set up bars and coffee shops everywhere restaurants nice restaurants too you know chinatown's right over there um, so it's been a really like hip spot and also that area is where all the canals are so if you're looking to go there to um, check out the canals I encourage you to do the boat uh, boat tour there's all you know there's boats every other hour or something where they you know bring these long boats and people take tours uh through the canals and you know you learn all these crazy history about amsterdam about the red light district um about uh the netherlands the culture of the netherlands and funniest thing is you know like uh the um amsterdam is huge on lgbtq community uh they were the first ones that legalized gay marriage which was you know crazy the first ones not san francisco no not america it was the netherlands it was that progressive so i mean you know there's just all these little interesting tidbits about um amsterdam that we learned while sitting on the boat tour and if you guys do go i'm gonna plug in uh those damn boat guys <laughs> damn d-a-m boat guys okay look them up on you know google search them amsterdam and uh they yeah they give great tours for you know very 
uh, reasonable price and, and you know you could drink on there you can smoke on there you can smoke weed on there and you know the usually the tours um are very knowledgeable they've lived there their whole lives and you know they love you know sharing amsterdam history and knowledge to uh all the you know all of the tourists so check those guys out those damn boat guys um but uh yeah amsterdam was amazing i mean i probably spoke on prague for a little bit too prague has um the, it's so magical it's so enchanting over there uh all of the um, centuries old um architecture and and um buildings and um statues they're all still there they're all very very rustic cobblestone everywhere um it's just a very very old town it's not anything like if you're listening in from the united states it's nothing like the united states okay wherever you are listening in the world um in the you know in the in the united states it's not that okay it's not okay you you really need to go and take a see for yourself i felt like i was in a uh, harry potter movie like i was in a scene of you know harry potter and you know there's a bunch of little sorcerers running around it was it was that crazy castles everywhere uh cathedrals uh just man it was just beautiful also i stayed right by the charleston bridge which is uh old town i highly recommend you guys people when you're going to europe go visit prague okay um i stayed out in prague for supposedly four days yes i went out i stayed out there for four days however we spent one day traveling out to berlin germany which is i want to say you guys need to go check out berlin germany it's um, a very very hip town historic uh you know a lot of history there the uh, berlin wall uh was over there we got a chance to go visit the berlin wall uh i was out there to see friends um there's uh, one of our homies francis from the san francisco lives out there and um we figured you know we're here we might as well make this trip um it was certainly good and bad um the bad part was i had to leave prague for a whole day and and go back there so it, it kind of took away a day from us uh, enjoying ourselves in prague and you know traveling on the train taking i believe it was a three-hour train ride it was you know it was grueling and uh, you know like tiring and and you know like it wasn't as relaxing as we would liked um because of it uh, but it, I guess it was a good thing we did it because we got to see Francis. We get I got to meet Francis' girlfriend Lauren. She's amazing. We got to met, meet more of Francis' friends that he made while he's out there, and he's out there on a, I believe, a working visa, and, or a student visa, and he's out there doing odd jobs and learning German. So, you know, much power to him just because he's actually doing it you know like he's not giving any fucks and he's just doing it he's just like i don't care i don't care what everybody says i don't you know i'm not worried about what um of uh, my what even my family members gonna think of me and that's so i mean uh liberating it's very very limiting i've done it before and um my crazy thing is the crazy thing is I, I don't know if I could do it again. Um, it's tough. Um, I feel like I can, but I, f I feel so guilty for doing it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you got to live your life, man. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, but I feel like at this very moment, I just can't. And, and the reason being is because my mom's been sick uh so but but he's doing it and you know maybe he has the funds maybe he's in a perfect situation to do it eventually he'll come back to the states or what have you but um at least he's doing it and i have so much respect for him for doing it um so we went out there to visit him he took us on a crazy beer run where it's like we go to ver various convenience stores and they're selling beer that is less than one euro. That's literally less than one dollar out here in um, 
United States. And it's not that it's not shitty beer. It's not like oh Bud Light or Coors Light or Rolling Rock or Natural Ice or you know yeah, it's none of that nasty cheap stuff. It's genuinely good ass beer. And it was less than one euro. And we went on a crazy tour, <laughs> you know, like a personal tour to whatever liquor store uh, convenience store there was and we were just picking up the cheapest bottle of beer and it was delicious it was just like holy crap this is too crazy man we're on a you know beer run where it's just like it doesn't cost me shit and on top of it berlin has no is known to have the best kebab and kebab is a, a mediterranean type of a sandwich um it's all it's equivalent to a mexican burrito truck out here in california it's a it's equivalent to a food truck and um they have them propped up everywhere all around germany it's all around europe actually but when we're in berlin we have like hands down the best kebab best kebab and that's another thing that i highly recommend people go to berlin it's just like go and eat the kebab it was i believe three and a half euros which equates to about four bucks 450 maybe 450 i want to say yeah uh for a kebab and it is the bomb it's so good like you won't believe how good especially if you're like freaking drunk <laughs> highly recommend you guys go do that you know and um uh afterwards we went to go visit the berlin raw we also went to meet up with friends and had um you know a local fair uh there was this one spot that served the uh, really good lamb a veal really good veal schnitzel veal, veal schnitzel with uh feffling feffling mushrooms which is a berlin or a german mush mushroom that's just very particular to germany and it is the i mean i don't even know how to describe the pfefferling mushrooms you know they made a sauce out of it it is very very um unique in its taste it tastes like mushrooms but there's a fragrance to this mushroom it's very very odd it's uh it, it's like a very floral type of fragrance which was very very pleasant um but it was delicious it was amazing and um we also went karaoke it was a 90s night or something like that it was just oh my god it was crazy so and and, and mind you this is on a wednesday night man i don't know berlin folks know how to party or europeans know how to freaking party they go to freaking a karaoke bar in the middle of the night we went at 10 p.m the place it was an open mic so the place was popping until six in the morning on a wednesday night people are out here singing karaoke on 90s night and it was just crazy it was so fun it was so fun um obviously too much fun i mean and then the, you know after that walked our ass back to our friend francis to knock out and then we gotta wake up and take a train and you know head back to prague so again it was uh tiring for, to say that we got off at the wrong stop too like we when we got on a train we we got off at a one stop extra or one stop one stop before our 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 you know our stop and we're like damn we're lost and then what was worse was we we left our train tickets on the train thinking we don't need this train ticket no more so we chucked it and um we ended up like having to figure out how to get home we were all like damn what was really messed up was our um phones had really bad reception because you know american phones doesn't work well with uh you know f f you know work very well out in europe so we ended up um having to you know try to figure out how to get an uber or get a taxi and we both like didn't even have cash on us so it was just like a scary situation and then just so happens my friend i mean even though he had bad reception he tried to like um he tried to go 
uh, and use the internet to find the quickest way. And lo and behold, there's a train. There's a train that takes us right to um, the next stop uh, or the next town over, which is Old Town. And um, um, luckily, we we found a, I guess, a station. Um, we were at the train station, so we found, you know, an employee that works over there and asked him, like, how to get. And it was bad, too, because he didn't speak a lick of English. He just was like we were telling him old town or something and he just pointed at the train uh, or there's a not a train but a um rail i guess a rail uh not a bus it's not a bus but it's not a train either i guess it's a railway or a monorail kind of a thing um or maybe it's a train it's a different train it's not the train train it's not like the the train that takes us from one city to another city or from one state over state lines and stuff it's just this like local train i guess uh or the local transit <laughs> man it, i'm having a tough time just trying to explain this um but yeah we hopped on that thing and basically just got off at the next stop and once we got to the stop we were like oh okay now i know where we're at so we decided um so once we did that <laughs> once we got off it was crazy we we didn't even pay we didn't even pay for the train which is weird because when we got on the train nobody asked us for a ticket or money or anything and then when we got off it was the same thing nobody like flagged us or anything we just left and then Nobody said anything. And I was just like, this is weird. I didn't know there's a free train, but it's not free. There's got to be some sort of a system where people go in there and they pay. You know, there's no way. Nothing's free. Okay. I, I truly don't, especially public transit. Okay. You, you know, you got to pay for all these things, man. But, you know, you know, Prague, they, Prague, in, and in Prague, people don't speak Dutch. In Prague, people speak, um, People speak something else. Czech. Uh, yeah, they're it's Czech. It's the Prague is Czech Republic. So uh, they, you know, it's it's uh, Czech people, and they speak um, well, they speak Czech. <laughs> so it's a completely different language, and they use a different type of currency too. So it's not euro. They use uh, krone, krono, or uh, crown. So, but I highly recommend Prague. We I. I spent only uh, three days there technically, so I only had really one good day to really party. The other two days was just like, oh, I we had to get in. I came in late and then we have to leave early, so I didn't even get to spend too much time in Prague. And that's the one thing I do regret. And I highly recommend you guys, if you guys are trying to do any sort of uh, traveling to Europe or you know, um, um, anywhere new that you want to explore, like. I recommend you don't cram so much destinations in in a short period of time. Whether it be a month or whether it be two weeks, don't like just try to cram everything. You know, you haven't seen. I get it. It's like when are you gonna come back? When are you gonna see France? When are you gonna see uh, Paris, Venice, you know, Italy, Rome. When are you going to see these places again? Trust me. If you want to go back, you will. Okay. But what's important is you don't like stress yourself out trying to see everything. um, You know, when you have such a short amount of time. For me, I only had two weeks. So the way I planned it was Prague, Amsterdam, Belgium. These were the three. Uh, Amsterdam because I have family there Prague just because I've always wanted to I heard so many good things about Prague that's one of the spots that I really wanted to see Amsterdam uh, because I, ha- I have family over there and then Belgium to uh, for Tomorrowland and that was the plan and Berlin, Germany just kind of fell into it and it was interesting because when I went to Amsterdam there was talk about you know my friends talking about hey let's uh, take a train to Paris, France. You know, we could spend a day or two out there. 
after uh, what I did, what we did in Berlin, Germany for a day and then to take a train back, we honestly felt like there's really no need to do that. There really isn't. You you really don't need to um, fit that into the itinerary because Amsterdam alone has so many things that we, you know, that you haven't even seen yet. You know, it's like, it's the same thing with Prague. It's like, there's so many things out in Prague. It's not just one little old town. Okay. It's, it's huge. And there's so many sites to see. There's so many things to do. There's so many different types of food to try. You know, like you're just exhausting yourself, like trying to pack again and go to another spot and, you know, like instead of staying at an Airbnb or a ho- comfortable hotel, you 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 know you sacrifice that and you stay at some couch, you know, or you're doing some sort of uh, hostel. Which don't get me wrong, that you know, there's it's fun doing it that way too. But then when you're, I guess, not comfortable or you're exhausted, it's like how much fun is that really? You know, won't you have a better time, kind of? taking your time and just kind of exploring one city uh you know a few days at a time rather than like oh i want to be here for two days and then the next day i gotta be in i gotta take this four-hour train ride to another uh, area and stay there for another day or two and then pack up and go again you know i mean if you're doing a whole backpacking trip i get that that's cool but if you're just kind of want to have a relaxing vacation like i highly recommend you do that you take your time with each place that you're visiting and and for me you know i really wanted to get the feel of i guess prague you know so like it would be nice to just kind of stay at an airbnb and kind of be in the local streets and try the local food and walk around and visit the parks around visit the churches uh don't get me wrong go you know we're gonna hit up the the nightlife and we're gonna go to the touristy stuff areas too but for the most part let's kind of stay inside a area where you know um everyday people interact and stuff you know and it's i gotta say it's uh Prague is, is amazing and then uh, i don't have to reiterate like how beautiful the women are or just how beautiful the people are everybody there are, are just very very I don't know, maybe it's the water or maybe it's the way of life, but they're very, very like skin is very well cared for. They look young. They look happy. They look very nonchalant, you know. Um, so, you know, it's something about them, you know, man. And then, you know, after Prague, we went to Amsterdam and Amsterdam was even crazier. Like Amsterdam was just something about I don't know, man. It felt like Hollywood to me. It felt like the Hollywood of Europe was was in Amsterdam. But I haven't even visited France. I haven't even visited Italy, Venice. I haven't even visited, you know, uh, uh, Ibiza, Croatia. I mean, there's so many things. There's so much more to see. And I, I'm only scratching the surface. I only picked out three spots, three main spots, you know. In Amsterdam, uh, you know, again, I got to meet my family, got to meet my cousin for the first time and his kids, and they were amazing. Um, Amsterdam, he, yeah, he took us to the to the to the brothels. He took us to <laughs> red light district. Um, not gonna lie, I. Uh, chickened out and and did not do anything at the red light district uh, you know what <laughs> i shouldn't even say that but i'm just gonna leave that out there you know just because just because i i don't need to explain why i didn't do it or or even if i did i should i don't have to explain because it's nobody's business okay but i'm just saying like i i did go out to the red light district and it was you know it was funny because we walked through these little alleys and all these alleys had big windows in them and these beautiful women were just like posing and teasing and flirting with uh you know 
pedestrians that's walking by and i'm just like oh man my like jaw was dropped i'm just like oh my god i'm uh, this is the buffet line right here and this is crazy it's all legal it was just funny 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 okay took another hit of this vape here and i am a little bit perfect so gonna chill on that grab my bottle of water here um so again you know and, and during this time i gotta say i've been drinking smoking weed like drinking a lot uh, eating very unhealthily um not exercising other than doing your you know typical walks um but i will say while in amsterdam we were we rented bikes and i highly recommend you people do that if you guys are traveling to amsterdam or just traveling to anywhere in europe um a lot of places rent bikes and highly recommend you guys do that while we were in amsterdam we rented a couple of bikes for four days five days while while we were in amsterdam and it was so convenient like anywhere you need to go you just take your bike and you just go and they um they cater like they are they're way more accommodating to bike riders uh in europe in especially in amsterdam more than um anywhere else in europe um they have dedicated bike lines uh, bike lanes all over town and it takes up uh half of the walking curb uh, for the pedestrians it's dedicated just for bikes and that's it like cars don't get on there people don't get on there people stay off of the lane and if you're on the bike lane like you need to move because you're gonna get hit they don't ring the bell they just scream they don't ring the bell which is crazy because you know what's up that's what a bell for they don't ring that shit so it's weird so like it's like even when you're standing on a bike lane they don't tell you to move or anything so it's just funny it's just yeah it's just strange strange it's you know and i guess this is why europeans uh are not very very uh kind to tourists especially american tourists american tourists is just all like <laughs> not gonna lie there was a handful of moments while i was in europe i was just like out of my mind like just an idiot like a stupid american and um i know it's self-deprecating and, and all that shit i but at the end of the day you don't know what you don't know and i'm kind of uh, owning up to it but uh, to also add to that though it's like americans i'm not trying to shit on my country but god damn it you know we are spoiled we are entitled we have uh, problems in our society that we really really need to take care of and you know like we're no we're no better than you know anybody else we're no better than the germans we're no better than africans or people out of country and i'll tell you this man like you got if you're not well traveled you don't even know what's going on out there in the world like you you're in this crazy little bubble man and you need to like get out you need to get out of the uh, you know i'm not saying it's a hellhole where you're at you know like you might love where you're at but th at the end of the day you know that's you know you're, you're you're in your comfort zone you know and you need to get out and explore and open your mind and you know have different perspective you know and you need to get out there and see what's out there and see how other people view uh, americans what what their opinions of americans are it's not so much that you could you know like it gives you uh ammo to you know uh yell at them or whatever but it also gives you an idea of what the you know like i guess political views or general consensus is you know so at least you don't fit into this stereotype that they're trying to you know they try to frame you know they're, they're they're trying to like make of us you know 
we you know we need to kind of like be a uh, exception to whatever it is that they're trying to say we are right I, I i you know i hope i'm not saying anything wrong um but hey i mean you know if you guys want to talk about it debate me whatever we can talk about it you know and we will you know like i'm gonna get my boy david chong here we're gonna like you know spit and stuff you know and then we're also going you know talk to rose all these good things oh interesting uh i just got a notification that says the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes keep an eye on the clock and i have about 15 minutes so anyways uh moving on um amsterdam was great meet met family rent a bike try the local fare if you're if you're bold okay but the butcher the butcher burger is awesome go and eat that and in 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 um in amsterdam uh try the freaking dough uh sausage it's amazing uh freaking dough <laughs> uh croquettes uh the, that's like their typical fast food uh in amsterdam uh what else it's pretty expensive out there too though so just keep your mind you know be mindful of what you're spending because it, it, it adds up uh amsterdam was great and then after we went to tomorrowland um i kind of told you guys a little bit about tomorrowland and tomorrowland has been great um really really um uh, i would love to go back uh but I would have to be able to secure a ticket for um, general price, like 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 uh, early bird price. Like that's the only way, cause cause I spent way too much money on on a festival ticket. Like that's just ridiculous. Like I shouldn't have to do that. Um, um yeah, that's just like bad planning on my part. Like me like not giving a fuck and just wanting to do what i want to do and be irresponsible like that's just not yeah no uh definitely gotta be smarter about it so after that came back my mom gets uh hospitalized and that's just you know it's almost like um it was almost like kind of meant to be like it meant to happen that way uh for me to come back and then to like get uh to see the shit hit fan you know to see like uh just oh reality is like slapping you in the face and um you know right now we're working on trying to you know get her over here and um we'll see how that goes if if she wants to come move you know we're all for it um but we'll have to see uh right now it's just difficult because they don't really want to leave sacramento either and it doesn't make sense to me but um I feel like they should be planning ahead because they're both getting up there in age. We we're trying to plan. I'm trying to plan. I don't even want their opinions on it. I just want to do it. Um, I just want to do what's best for them. And then, that, you know, like, that's it. You figure it out. I mean, you don't have to figure it out. I figure it out for you. So it takes the takes the element of like, oh, um, trying to figure it out out of, out of the equation. Um but they you know they don't want to do it they they don't want to be they want they don't want to do it that fast and i'm thinking you know mom you just got hospitalized you know like i can't have you have something like that happen again with you being two hours away at least make it quicker and they they're just kind of maybe stalling a little bit i don't know Maybe they're afraid to make the move, but it, you know, this is why it's like me and my brother, were trying to plan this out. So, um, we did put, set some, you know, like wrote out some like wills and kind of got the process of like moving property around 
in that manner, you know, uh, thus far. Now that she's a lot better, she she got out of hospital the same day, thank God, and she um, has a new pacemaker because her heart is too weak. So she has a pacemaker, but she's a lot better with the pacemaker now because it's helping her heart pump. So very, very grateful for, you know, modern technology and, you know, how easy it was. And she feels like she's brand new. And I'm happy that she is feeling good. But at the end of the day, you know, like she's getting up there in age and she had a need, she needed a pacemaker, you know, to help her heart. So it's just like, I, you know, you know, you, you, you need help and you need to be closer to us. So we're going to try to make this happen. That's, that's all I could say. And, and, uh, you know, we try to move quickly as possible. So that's, that's where I'm at right now with my mom. And I hope, you know, everything from here on out is going to be a little bit better for her, for all of us. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I guess that's kind of where I'm at right now. I just got off the phone with my mom not too long ago tonight too. Uh, talking about some some property out here in the bay area and uh that's another thing it's just like um you know the real estate right now is kind of is kind of kind of iffy kind of you know questionable i don't think uh right now is the best time to to jump into the market uh, because you know all this crazy talk about recession and all this thing and it's just like not too long ago the houses out here was selling for a lot and uh noticed that there was a drop there was a little trend of houses kind of going down noticed it you know notice people talking about it notice my brother you know like not being able to sell his house for more than the asking price um taking less money hurting you know yeah friends uh, houses value has dropped since uh they bought it uh so you know uh you you hear these things so you got to be a little bit careful and i'm thinking you know maybe the housing market's gonna drop down a little more it might go down a little more and i'm not ready to like jump in the market just because there's you know there's that so so there's that element and that type of you know uh like you got to be smart about the investment that you're going to make. Um, I feel like if we made this move right now to buy a house, to buy a house immediately out here in the Bay Area, uh, it's, 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 it's a very emotional move. It's not a logical move. It's, you know, like, hurry up and get it, you know, before it's gone. It's like... Houses are always going to be around. Houses are always going to be available. We just, you know, um, you got to wait. You got to wait for the right time to strike. I feel, I feel anyways, I feel like we have to be patient. Um, so uh, that's that's where I'm at right now. And, and, you know, all this with my family. All in all, though, um, life is great. Life is good. Um, getting back into the dating world, I'm, I'm actually making an effort. Uh, for a minute, I really, really was questioning myself. And, and, like, I think at the end of the day, I don't even know what I want. So why would I, you know, be so quick to get into a relationship with someone? You know, I don't even know what I want. You know, like, who am I? I'm in no position to, you know, like, be something serious, you know? I need to figure out what I what I love about myself or what I love about uh, what my passions are again. I feel like I need to go back out there and try to find new passions and or figure out what my old passions are. Um, there's just, uh, I have wanderlust now. I want to travel. I want to see more things. I want to learn more things, you know, with different things. And, um there's there's so many things that i you know haven't seen learned experienced and i want to do all of that so i have wonderless um i have this job now you know and you know what this job is not 
the greatest job, but it's helping me with uh, bills and mortgage and, you know, taking care of my family. So it's like, it's something I'm, I'm going to do, but it's not going to be forever for sure. Like, I believe I'm going to move on to something else after this. And uh, I'm, I need to figure that out too. So I have that, you know, it's just, there's just a lot of stuff. And it's just like, I, I really need to figure this out before I start like, oh, I want to be with someone. I want another girlfriend or, you know, but I do feel like it's not like I can't go out and date. I can't go out and meet girls. I can't go out and have sex. I can't go out and be intimate because, you know, like we're all human and we go out uh, and women go out to meet people too, to, you know, have a good time to, to enjoy life. And, you know, you know, someone with maybe my mindset, maybe my wavelength, uh, you know, we want to be intimate and, you know, we can make that happen like, and, and still be okay with it, you know? And who knows, maybe that person becomes someone's very special in your life, you know? But the thing at the end of the day, we got to go out there and you got to do it. You have to, um, suck it up and, and not be afraid, not overcome your fear of shyness, uh, be, uh, more open, be more social. Um, you know, I, I, I can't stand people who say I'm introverted. That's why I don't go out and do that. You know, you can be introverted and still go out there and socialize. Okay. I don't want to hear that crap that, that that's the, that's a cop out. That's a bad excuse. You know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm introverted. So I don't, that's why I don't like to. So I don't go out. Dude, I mean, to say you don't like something is like you're you're not you don't understand it. But then, when if you understand it, then you would maybe want to do more, or or you would want to understand it more. And once you understand it, it will help you grow. If you always try to fight it, then you're always going to stay a certain way. You're not you know you're stunted. And the same thing goes for extroverts, like not wanting to talk to introverts. Like, don't do that. Like, you're you're making you're giving them reason to hate. You're giving reason to like you know like have a divide. You know, like, what is wrong with like socializing with introvert? I myself love to do that. I love to like talk to introverted people because it's up. Introverted people are like so amazing in a way, like intricate as at like they're very in, like the way they think things are very intricate and very very creative you know they're they're in their heads a lot and so they you know they think of these crazy crazy ideas and and some of them like you know are are like super super like interesting and funny some things yeah some things like introverts look at things are like way more funnier than you know how extroverted people look at things you know there's also um like they're so talented in other ways like maybe they're very artistic or they they could sing or not even sing but they make maybe get they're really good at programming they're really good at you know all these other subjects you know so you know don't write off intro introverted people extroverted people don't like you know push introverted people and say oh you're lame you know like get to know introverts you know because i love getting to, uh, talking to introverts and you know kind of picking their brain and stuff you know like and i i and i think it goes both ways because i do believe introvert people want extrovert people to kind of socialize with they're looking for that they you know we need each other dude so let's let's you know let's make this right guys come on man you know no more beefing <laughs> okay so uh, we're 59 minutes in so i guess this is it i mean you know i'll just leave it at that and this has been a great update i i think uh, so i enjoyed this thank you for listening and um you know you'll hear from me again soon okay um just be on the lookout i mean I, you know i drop this stuff i try i'm gonna try to keep it consistent once a week 
uh but don't hold me to that too man shoot um but uh yeah um i've been detoxing by the way so staying off all the not just yeah just the the drugs and all that but we weed's okay (laughs) but uh yeah just there's that too so anyways man appreciate it talk to you guys again soon peace